Good morning, and it is a good morning. We're coming in hot today on a couple of hours sleep and a bursting sense of national pride, and I know I'm not alone. Throughout this year, our cricket team has been on an odyssey like none before. Throughout their travels, there have been triumphs, there have been controversies, and there have been agonising failures. In the wee hours, Pat Cummins' men completed their trek by winning the World Cup in a hostile environment like few teams from these shores have ever been subjected to. It was a triumph of planning and execution like you would rarely witness. That it came in the game that mattered most makes it the crowning glory of the mission. Australia outwitted and outplayed an Indian team many had hailed unbeatable to thwart the host nation's demonstration of cricketing might. The captain did the unthinkable after winning the toss. Cummins handed the bat to India, breaking all conventions about the weight of runs on the board in finals, the clear trend of this tournament and playing to Rohit Sharma's preferred and dominant mode. But Australia had a plan. It worked so effectively that India was restricted to just four boundaries after the initial 10-over power play. A staggering statistic. That will always define this final. The bowling was so clever and the fielding was brilliant. 240 was nothing like the totals India has produced at this tournament. Australia had budgeted for anything under 300. But the scourge of Indian conditions is you can do all the hard work and opened up the possibility of what seems like a manageable chase only to be swallowed up by the intensity and the mania. The fear was the drying pitch would cast a fatal spell. And it's not like we haven't seen that before. The sweeping madness in Delhi earlier this year, the most recent but hardly isolated example. And at three for 47, the sum of those fears was mounting. I wonder who among us went to bed fearing that was building Dave Warner went to a ball that he should have left. Mitch Marsh got done by the lack of bounce. And Steve Smith, who, who never thinks he's out, was so scrambled that for once he thought he was. Only he wasn't. The non-review of an LBW that would have been overturned is one of those telltales of the fever that gets visiting teams in those parts. And the full force of the crowd had been unleashed the fervour of the Blue Army coloured every ball. Who could stand against it? Travis Head and Manus Labuschagne. That partnership was further proof positive of a raft of good decisions made at every level of this Australian setup. It was a huge gamble not to replace Head in the squad when he broke his hand in the lead-up and was condemned to miss the first half of the tournament. And Labuschagne was never really in the planning. He spent the entire tournament waiting to be dropped. But when it came time to decide, the selectors liked the double insurance of heavy-duty batting. Should they be, say, three for 40-something in a final? A 192-run partnership that required immense concentration, daring shot play and flecks of luck rendered India impotent. From about 70 runs out, it was clear Australia would win you're even prepared to say it out loud. I can't remember feeling that way about a run chase in India before. Proving you not only need the skill for it and the nerve for it, 
you've got to have the head for it as well.